Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 16. Hello and welcome to Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, the podcast for anyone looking to learn conversational Persian. My name is Leila and I'll be your teacher for the course. And my name is Matt and I will be learning Persian along with you. Chai and Conversation will teach you conversational Persian in weekly lessons of about 15 minutes each. If you know anything about Iranians, they don't do anything without first grabbing a cup of tea, or as they call it, chai. So pour yourself a cup and join us in learning the Persian language. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chai and Conversation. We're glad to have you with us. Traditionally, Iranians have held guests in high regards, seeing them as gifts from God. So hosting is an especially important concept in Iranian culture. We've spent a couple of weeks so far learning vocabulary that is centered around hosting, and today we are going to learn vocabulary that centers around food. Food is an especially important part of Persian culture, with many traditions centering around meals and eating. In this lesson, we'll learn the vocabulary for different mealtimes, as well as the names of several different common dishes. As always, remember that you can find bonus materials for this lesson, as well as all of our previous lessons, on the website at chaiandconversation.com, with chai spelled C-H-A-I. These include the extremely helpful PDF guides that includes a vocabulary list of all the words we'll be learning today. But enough of that for now. Matt, hazeri baraye dars? Are you ready for the lesson? Hazeram. Great. Let's begin to learn Persian with chai and conversation. Let's begin by learning the words for the different meal times. In Persian, breakfast is called sobhune. Sobhune. You'll also hear this pronounced sobhane from time to time. Sobhane. Sobhane. Lunch is nahar. Nahar. And dinner is sham. Sham. So, sobhune, nahar, and sham. In Persian culture, there's another meal called asrune. 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 And Matt, can you remember that word asr, what it means? Afternoon. Right, exactly. So, asrune is a meal that comes between lunch and dinner around about 4 p.m. And it consists of tea with bread and feta cheese and walnuts and other light afternoon snacks. Asrune. Asrune. So let's go over these one more time. Breakfast is sobhune. Sobhune. Lunch is nahar. Nahar. Afternoon snack is asrune. Asrune. And dinner is sham. Sham. We learned a word last week that we're going to visit again in this lesson. When a meal is prepared and the host is calling you to it, the word betharmain is used. Do you remember that from last week, what this word means, Matt? It means please or help yourself. Right, exactly. So in this context, betharmain, it means the same. Please help yourself. So the host would say, betharmain sham. Betharmain sham. Meaning, please come to dinner or help yourself to dinner. 
So bifarmoin is if you're talking to more than one person or to a formal you. If it's one person and you want to call them to lunch, you say bifarmo. Bifarmo. So for example, bifarmo nahar. Bifarmo nahar. Which means lunch is ready or please come to lunch. You could also just say lunch is ready, which is nahar hazire. Nahar hazire. So hazire means it is ready. How would you say dinner is ready? Sham hazire. And let's go through a few of the most common meals in Persian culture. For breakfast, the most common thing to have is nuno panir. Nuno panir. Nun is the word for bread and panir is the feta cheese that's spread on the bread. It's often accompanied by things like honey, asal, asal, or jam, morabba, morabba. So you can have nuno panir ba asal, nuno panir ba asal, or nuno panir ba morabba, nuno panir ba morabba. Another delicious thing to eat nuno panir with is. Gerdu. Gerdu. And gerdu means walnuts. So how would you say bread and feta with walnuts? Nuno panir ba gerdu. Exactly. Then for lunch and dinner, there are certain foods that are staples for every meal. These include rice or in Persian, berenj. Berenj. Berenj is usually served with every meal. Persian food usually consists of rice with a certain type of stew on top of it. The stew is called khoresh. Khoresh. You may have heard of khoreshte gorme sabzi. Khoreshte gorme sabzi. And I'm sure you eat this all the time, Matt. <laughs> yes. And this is one of the most common and delicious stews in Iranian culture. It consists of several types of herbs and greens mixed together with a tiny amount of meat and some kidney beans. Gourmet comes directly from the French word gourmet. Sabzi means greens and is another important part of a Persian meal on its own. I've often heard that a Persian plate of food should consist of a third of a plate sabzi, which is a medley of basil, mint, parsley, cilantro, and other seasonal greens. A handful of greens is usually eaten with each bite of Persian food. So again, greens are sabzi. Sabzi. Another important part of the meal is must. Must. And this is the word for yogurt. Let's also learn the words for something that you often have to add to food, and that is salt and pepper. Salt in Persian is namak. Namak. And pepper is felfel. Felfel. Namak o felfel. Namak o felfel. Salt and pepper. Another important part of lunch and dinner is deser. Deser. And you can guess what this is. Dessert. Exactly, dessert. Now let's go back to the concept of hosting and add a few more phrases to our vocabulary. To our list of phrases pertaining to this very important part of Persian culture. The word for hosting in general is pazirai. Pazirai. Now let's learn an extremely common expression used after the end of a meal when you want to say thank you. 
This expression literally means, I hope your hand doesn't hurt, and it is spoken to the person who has cooked the meal as a way of thanking them for cooking. The expression is, Dastetun dard nakone. Dastetun dard nakone. Dard means pain, and dastetun is your hand in the formal manner. So together it's, Dastetun dard nakone. Dastetun dard nakone. And if you're speaking to someone with whom you must speak to in an informal manner, you say, Dastet dard nakone. Dastet dard nakone. And this doesn't always have to be used in the context of a meal. You can use that phrase to thank someone for anything. Now let's go back to last week when Matt was visiting his in-laws. After his visit is over and he is leaving, he can say, Mamnun as pazirayitun. Mamnun as pazirayitun. And do you remember what the word mamnun meant, Matt? It means thank you. Right, and... Pazirai, as we learned earlier, means hosting. Together it means thank you for your hosting. Mamnun as Paziraitun. Mamnun as Paziraitun. 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 Mamnun as Paziraitun. Mamnun as Paziraitun. Now, in Iranian culture, with the custom of taruf, there's a phrase for everything you want to do. So when you want to leave somewhere, you rarely say, I have to go. You usually say it in a roundabout way. Something like, well, the time has come for me to slowly begin thinking about leaving, which actually has a translation in Persian, and it translates to, Bayad yavosh yavosh beram. Bayad Yavosh, yavosh, beram. Perfect. So this means, I must slowly start leaving. And it gives your host a chance to mentally prepare for your departure. And is nicer than just saying, I'm leaving, abruptly. Bayad, yavosh, yavosh, beram. Bayad, yavosh, yavosh, beram. So this phrase has a few words you've never heard before, so let's break it down. Beram is the conjugation of to leave in the first person. Beram. Beram. Bayad means must. Bayad. Bayad. And yavosh means slowly. Yavosh. Yavosh. So let's put it all together again into Bayad yavosh yavosh beram. Bayad yavosh yavosh beram. If there's more than one of you leaving, you can replace beram with berim, which is the third person conjugation of to leave. Bayad yavosh yavosh berim. Bayad yavosh yavosh berim. 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 Bayad yavosh yavosh berim. Bayad yavosh yavosh berim. And to say I had a great time, you say خیلی خوش گذشت. خیلی خوش گذشت. And more literally, this means a good time was had or a great time was had. And Matt, using vocabulary we learned in Unit 1, what is a possible way to say a final goodbye to a host? Great, that's a good one to choose. Now let's try putting all these together into conversation that Matt could possibly have as he is at his in-law's house. 
Again, let's say Matt is visiting his in-laws on a Saturday, and this time, they've just finished having a delightful lunch together. We'll start with Matt. دستتون درد نکنه. ناهار خیلی عالی بود. خواهش میکنم مات. من باید یواش یواش برم. نه بمون شام. او خیلی ممنون. باید برم. باشه خوش آمدی. خیلی خوش گذشت. مرسی. باشه پس خدا حافظ به امید دیدار. بله به امید دیدار فعلان خدا حافظ Great So hopefully you should have understood all of that conversation Let's go over a couple of parts you might not have understood completely In the beginning Matt says دستتون درد نکنه نهار خیلی عالی بود We just learned دستتون درد نکنه We've also learned the rest of the vocabulary in different lessons Matt, can you put together what Nahar Khili Ali Bud means? It means lunch was really great. Exactly. Lunch was really great. The next phrase we haven't learned before is Khahishmikonam. This is a basic part of vocabulary and means you're welcome. Khahishmikonam. Great. Later on, the in-law says Khush Amadi, which we learned last week. It means You are welcome. Exactly. So in this context, it means you are welcome here. Or another way of saying thanks for coming. Then Matt says, This is another phrase we haven't learned before. It basically means a very good time was had. Another part that we haven't learned before is that when Matt says that he must start leaving, the in-law says, And this means, no, stay for dinner. Na bemun sham. Na bemun sham. Exactly. And with that, we come to the end of lesson 16. We hope you all enjoyed the lesson. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't noticed yet, we have now uploaded all the lessons to YouTube so that there is yet another way to have access to all the lessons. As always, one of the best way to access the material is through our website, chaiandconversation.com, with chai spelled C-H-A-I. You can also follow us on Facebook and join the conversation there with many fellow Persian language learners. And that's it for this week. We look forward to you joining us next time on Chai and Conversation. And until then, Be Omide Didar from Leila. And Khoda Hafez from Matt.